Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Trans, but I still have a wiener guy. Mr. Trans, but I still have a wiener guy. Never mind logical thought or common sense. You brave into the world every day to show that women too have a cock and balls. Hey lady, how's it hanging? Who needs a vagina? when you can still walk around with the impression of a ball-peen hammer in your yoga pants and still be considered a woman. I think I see a dick print. Yet you go out and fight every day for your cause. Because deep down as a man, you know the first thing you have to do each day is fight as a woman. So crack open a cold Bud Light, Mr. Ally of the Alphabet. You have changed the meaning of the word camel toe forever. Mr. Trans, but I still have a wiener guy. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Hey, what's going on? It's Christian Rodriguez, and it is time for the C-Rod Podcast for Sunday, April 30th, 2023. Boy meets girl with their only hit ever. <laughs> Bringing us in here. I'm looking at the, you know, like the Spotify little thumbnail that they give you when you play the thing. This guy looks like just, just like Michael Bolton. <laughs> but it was the feel-good song of 1988. I mean, come on. How do you, how do you not just like, would you turn this off? <laughs> Good to be back with you guys as always, and I got an announcement to make here because since the first episode of this show, I've had two significant spikes in listenership, and one was like in the first five weeks. And and you people are still with me. I mean, it'd be like the people who are here from the beginning, I had a big spike that you know that it was about two months. It took me about two months to get five episodes out back then. And from there until my next spike, which I'll tell you about in a second, each week I'd get maybe one, two listeners, maybe none, maybe four, maybe three. You know, it was like a little slow, steady increase, which is fine. That's the way I expected it anyway. Then I joined the National Podcast Association, and that's how I got into all those states and different countries and shit like that. And that was a significant spike for probably the first two months that I, that I was a part of it. And then it just kind of dropped off and went back down to normal. But this week, and I think I know why, I think I know why, but this week, okay, I got 62 new listeners. Get the fuck out of here. Now, (laughs) I may have solicited them because (laughs) my buddy Tony made a slideshow for me for for that uh, transgender, you know, Bud Light commercial that I made. And I made an Instagram reel out of it. And now anytime I see like a public page post anything about Bud Light or Dylan Mulvaney, I'll just drop it in the comments. <laughs> I'll just put Bud Light presents, you know, with three little like laughing emojis. I, it, I, it's got to be it. it that has got to be the reason, you know, because it was like 62. I was like, Jesus Christ. And I haven't even checked it today yet. It might, it might even be more. But to you people, welcome. 
for the C-Rod podcast. You're going to have a lot of fun. I can guarantee you that, unless you're, you know, you get butt hurt easily. I will say that, okay? Just <laughs> before you dive in here, all right, just be, let it be known, anything goes on the C-Rod podcast. All right, I'm just telling you that right now. <laughs> and I will give you means to get a hold of me at the end of this show so you can, you know, basically say I'm an asshole or I'm hilarious. It's whatever, you know, whatever floats your boat. And speaking of which, to get started today, if you guys remember me telling you, it was your last week or the week before that I got that email about that guy that said something about I, I complain about the weather apps too much, to which I replied, he can go fuck all the way off. And I, the, the reason why I do is because, like I said, I want I'm, I want to take Google out. <laughs> That's what I want to take them down. Number one search engine in the world. You know, and you're helping people. Oh, we're we're putting reputable businesses in front of you, and we're we're giving you only the best, and blah blah blah. While they're while they're watching every move that you make, and then they're pretty much wrong about everything. Yeah, I want to take Google out. All right, because <laughs> that fucking Google weather app is wrong all the time. I'm not going to go through a whole synopsis like I normally do. Okay, I'll never do that again. All right, even though that dickhead's probably not even listening, but I, I get it. So my follow-up for this week is, if you guys remember me, I think it was Easter Sunday when I was telling you I was I went on a freaking wild goose chase just to get beer. And I Googled what might be open because the distributors were closed. It was Easter. And it said that Norris Beer Co. And I'm, you know, and they, they take me out like, I'm like, it's on Main Street. What the fuck are you talking about? So I'm going down Main Street. It took me off of that little side shady road, took me all the way down and, you know, where I could almost got fucking whacked. I'm in the middle of the fucking weed, slaying down. He comes over, he says, what are you doing? I said, I'm resting. Here you're resting. <laughs> Got a fucking beach in a park. I said, I'm resting. I know I'm resting, I'm resting. You know? It was like Grand Theft Auto, like I said, I got five stars. Helicopters started coming. You want to see helicopters? I enough helicopters. Oh, hey, thank you. I'll show you helicopters. I'm like, why would Google Maps say this is on Main Street and then take me somewhere that's not on Main Street? Like, what? <laughs> you know, and, I, and so I, what did I do? I'll give you a quick refresher, all right? I, I looked it up on Google, and I looked at the storefront, and it was a place on Conshohocken State Road called Norristown Beer. I even said, I'm like, can you imagine the mind fuck on that? It was when I called them up, and the lady's like, I don't know, I can help you. What time you open? So, thank you. And they hung up on me. And then I drove there and it was fucking closed. Like I was like, like I said, they said they're open until two a.m. and they're not, and it's called a different place. Like the mind fuck on that was just crazy. It made me even more pissed off. So I'm coming home from Conshohocken the other day, right? And I get I get to the the intersection from hell, right? Which sometimes, like I told you before, you're gonna you're gonna be waiting there for a, a long time. Sometimes so you just kind of drift. You know, another Rodriguez law is like if the train comes every time I'm at that intersection, a train comes and adds another six minutes to my endeavor on that freaking road. Okay. So as I'm sitting there and just, I'm starting to observe now, I looked at the right. I mean, there's a, you know, there's a McDonald's on the corner of the intersection from hell. It's a, it's one of those McDonald's that like, you know, doubles as a gas station. You ever see one of those? Right. And then to the left of me, there's a gas station, which I actually talked about on the show before. And there's like a, a row of like homes, but in Norristown, see, Norristown has this, this charming little thing where you can just run a business right out of your freaking house. She sell dope, do hair, and babysit out the same house. The police don't know when to kick the dough in. I you know, 
and and it's the most random businesses too. You know, it'd be like you know, like Dominican hairstyles or or you know, Mike's upholstery. Like you're walking by, you know, you're walking. You could just be driving down any residential street, and then like you'll see a front door, and there's just a sign on it that says Joe Shoe Repair. What? <laughs> what the fuck? You know, if you walk, God forbid, you walk down a street. You walk down the street. There's a, you know, there's a, a you know, you, you see a Mexican in his garage. Cranking out fucking fajitas. Hey, man, you know, I got chicken, I got beef, I got a carnita. What you need, man? Queso? There must be 52 fucking taquerias around here within a one-mile radius of where I live. It's unbelievable. Everybody just runs businesses right out of their house. It's, it's fucking crazy. So there's this whole row of things across the street from this fucking McDonald's, okay? One was, like, weaves, you know, weaves and wigs and shit. One was a Colombian, I think you can get cocaine there. And then two doors down on the end of the row. <laughs> Are you ready for this? Norris Beer Company. I'm like, I've been living here for two and a half years. And like I said, I drink. You know, I know all the watering holes around here. Where, where I, <laughs> if I need to get beer or I need to get alcohol, I know where to go. You're going to tell me I've been here for two and a half years? Almost three years now. Shit, it's been two, yeah, like eight months. Two years and eight months I've been here. And I've passed by that place probably 1,100 times. And it made total sense. When I, when I, it, as soon as I looked at the sign and then looked at like, you know, because it was like glass windows you can kind of see inside. The first thing I heard in my head, not speak, I'll help you. I swear to God. So now if I ever get stumped on a holiday, I know I can go there. <laughs> They'll be open on Christmas Day. You can take that to the fucking bank, Jack. That's they, they fucking open. There could be a nuclear holocaust, and every Seven Eleven and Dunkin' Donuts is going to be open. That's just a fact. I mean, come on, man. You know, so Google was fucking wrong. All right, again, weather apps, maps doesn't fucking matter. Fuck Google. Except for Google Earth, that is pretty cool, which I, it's well documented on this show. But other than that. Google can go ingest a satchel of Richards. Fuck you, Google. Yet I still use all their apps. And shit. <laughs> I'm going to take them down. But wait a minute. What's the weather going to be like on Tuesday? Even though it's going to be wrong. I have this one thing here that I, I've been meaning to talk about for a couple of weeks now. I, I have no room here today. I'm all disheveled. All right. You ever meet the people who are like, when it comes to money, they're penny smart and dollar fucking stupid. You ever seen these people? Like the guy that'll, that like when he's in the supermarket, all right, will buy like a different brand of this or a different brand of that to save 11 cents. But if they need a new roof, like the first guy that comes out, yeah, it's going to be 7,200. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go do it. <laughs> Don't shop around for that, you know, to save maybe a thousand, two thousand dollars now, but that 11 cents, you got to get it. You ever see these people who do fast food hacks? They know like every single secret menu item and, and all the little tricks to save fucking money. It's like, guy, I'll pay the extra 13 cents for whatever it is you're trying to save me from here. You know, you ever see the guy? That, like, seriously, he'll, he'll be in the drive-thru at McDonald's and be like, oh, I got the greatest McDonald's hack. You're going to save millions of pennies. And it's like, if you want a Big Mac, all right? 
if you want a Big Mac, don't order a Big Mac. You order a McDouble and, and one extra bun on the side and get some lettuce on the side and some pickles on the side. Tell them no ketchup and mustard and ask for Big Mac sauce. And then when you get into the thing and they get it to the... And then put the one bun on the fucking thing. Why am I working at McDonald's now? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm not interested in getting my shit like ordering it deconstructed and then having to go work to, to make a fake Big Mac there, gay. I'll keep the 13 cents. Or I'll, I'll, I'm sorry. I'll pay the 13 cents for the convenience. That's what you're paying for. The fucking convenience. Order seven pickles on the side and get mustard in a little packet and then get, get three buns and put this one upside down and turn that and work it. Oh, fuck, man. You goddamn hacks. I love a good hack. I will say that. Told you guys a great one on this show before about how you... <laughs> I think I saw the poor soul posted a meme that says like, why don't they just sell Tupperware like, like spaghetti sauce stained already? And I get it. All right. But I got, I gave you guys the greatest hack for that. All right. If, if you forgot, you know, just get like scolding hot water and soap and you put it in the thing. Right. And then you kick, you get a paper towel and you rip it up into little pieces and you put it in there and you put the lid on top. You let it sit for like five minutes Then come in and shake, shake, shake. Brand new. I was mesmerized because I saw spaghetti sauce stained Tupperware for for 42 years of my life. It's unbelievable. So I'm all for a good hack. But Jesus Christ. You know, I've had, oh my God, I forgot. I I was going to open with this actually because I'm just flabbergasted by this. You know the definition of insanity, right? Like you keep on doing the same thing and, and expecting the same result, and it just and expecting a different result, and you just don't get it. These climate crusaders have been fucking around for sixty years now, and it was always impending doom. Like I'm sorry, three strikes and you're out. In my that's that's basically my rule of thumb. Remember in 1950 or 1960, it's going to be, a, we're, we're going to be entering a, an ice age and the whole planet's going to freeze and we're all going to die. Yeah, and I'm still waiting on that one. You know? Now by 1960 or 1970, we're gonna, it's going to be an ice age. You said that was what was going to happen now. What, what, what's going on with that? By 1980, they, real, they realized they fucked up three times. They already struck out. Okay, but they, they realized they had to start going the other way. Oh, well, maybe we'll just say it's going to get hotter instead of colder. Maybe they'll be more scared of that. By 1990, the, the, the Statue of Liberty is going to be underwater. The ice caps are going to melt. Somebody call Al Gore. Nothing. By the year 2000, we're all going to drown. Introducing baby Greta Thunberg. Then it was 2010 and 2019. Nothing is happening. The whole thing is bullshit. And now it has come to my area. That's right. I was at my weekly trip to the... Hell yes. Last Sunday. I go in. Get my handle. Put it on the counter. All right. I greet the guy. How you doing? We exchange pleasantries. And he goes to ring me up. 
Now, usually when their 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 slow ass POS system is doing its thing, the, 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 usually the employee will start to bag it. You know, while that while we're waiting for whatever to go through, and usually you know a good employee will double bag it because it's a handle. You know. And I'm sitting there. I'm noticing the guy's not moving. He's just waiting for the receipt. I'm like, hey, guy, you want to give me a bag? And I look down where their bags normally are because they're right in plain sight. And I'm like, you guy, you need bags. There's not even a bag on this rack. You know, you, do you think you're just going to hand me this? I'm going to I'm just going to go fuck right off. So he hands me my receipt, which you guys know I fucking hate. And I said that. You know, I'm like, hey, guy, you going to give me a bag? And he's like, no. I mean, we no. He points to the thing. He points to the sign. There's a bill that was passed in West Norton. No more plastic bags anywhere ever. Not only did that piss me off a great deal, and this is this is where it's going to help you know white people like me because I have a plastic bag full of plastic bags and then 15 bags full of plastic bags. I got plastic bags until fucking 2050. Try me, motherfucker. So now, without a bag, I got to go do the walk of shame to the fucking car. Like, yes, I am an alcoholic. Here, here's my handle of fucking scotch. I will hold it up in the sky for all to see. But it really pisses me off because everything that they do, all these climate crusaders and all this bullshit, everything that they try is, is much like, actually, I'll compare it to wokeism. You know? You, you can't read Dr. Seuss, but Family Guy's still on the air? You, you don't even know what the fuck you're doing. You don't even know what what you're canceling the paper straw fucking craze okay that is the dumbest idea i've ever heard of in my you ever drink out of a plastic straw now i told you about straws how men do not look masculine looking out uh, drinking out of a straw and i won't do it anything outside of a fountain soda however one time i had i had a, a paper straw in a fountain soda and the thing disintegrated by the time i took like the second sip we can't have plastic straws. It's ruining the environment. Then why did you ra- wrap my paper fucking straw in plastic, you dipshit? You don't even know. <laughs> you don't even know what you don't even know. <laughs> it's just fucking crazy. You know? Like, all right, listen. To to make paper. Think about this. To make paper. Are we destroying the environment? Yes, and the fuck we are. More trees you take out, there's, there's, there's less oxygen for those trees to give off. It's going to be less rain, right? But where everywhere you go, what do you do? What do you get? The receipt. I said it a million times in, in, in the state store. Why do I need a receipt? Am I going to return my scotch? What, what do I need a receipt for? To pay taxes? CVS has bought like the CVS thinks we have unlimited trees. Obviously, you buy a pack of gum, you get an eleven-yard receipt. Hey, here you go. What? <laughs> but we can't have plastic. Oh my god! Getting rid of trees is a much bigger threat than producing plastic. Okay, thank you very much. But it's for climate. Let me have my straw disappear three seconds into drinking it. I'll do my part. Do your part. Do your sister. <laughs> Fucking, oh my God, I just don't understand people. Speaking of stupidity, this is actually <laughs> this actually is a perfect segue. 
I was floored when I saw this. I really was. I just. <laughs> Mattel. I really, I'm just flabbergasted by this. I think it's hilarious. I really do. And any of my new 62 listeners, this just might be a segment that you're going to, you're going to turn it off <laughs> and never come back. Mattel, so Barbie, okay, Barbie has been an institution. Well, I don't even know when the fuck she came out, okay, or when she was born or, or what even the backstory is. I have no idea. What I do know is through, throughout the time, it's like they got like, you know, every different style of bar, like country Barbie and and and, and hip-hop Barbie and, and dance Barbie and this Barbie and that Barbie. And then they, they actually <laughs> they actually did, a, a before memes were memes, they did like the trailer park Barbie, right? She's pregnant with a cigarette with a wooden leg. She's got a black eye. <laughs> it's like trailer park or white trash Barbie, right? Now you can you can look this up. This is a real thing. <laughs> when I saw it, I thought it was a joke, so I had to look it up in like multiple areas, and it's this is actually a thing. Mattel is <laughs> Mattel is coming out with retarded Barbie. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Down syndrome Barbie. Are you nuts? Are you fucking nuts? And I actually saw it. Now, here's the thing. How do you make a Barbie look retarded? Right? And they actually had a picture of it. The only difference that I saw from the regular Barbie and the Down Syndrome Barbie. Retarby. (laughs) Was she a little bit darker hair than Barbie did? That was it, right? There's no earmuffs, no no helmet, no nothing. It was just her. It was her dressed like a regular Barbie with like a slightly darker hair. Are these people fucking insane? <laughs> like why? Like, all right, <laughs> what what person is home going like? I, you know what? I love Barbie, but I I I I, I think I got you know I got to get a, a Down syndrome Barbie. This world has gone to the shitter. Okay, it is going to the shitter. Whew. Never in my life did I ever even like even even fathom that they would even create a retarded Barbie. I, I it's it's insane to me, I, and it's hilarious, quite frankly. <laughs> now again, I don't think all sixty-two of you are going to bow out of my new listenership this week. But I'm sure I'm going to get some messages about that. But just, you know, for, for those of you who are going to hang around, that's basically what we get into on this show. And I am up against a break. And we have weekly segments on this show, the Get Off My Lawn segment and the That's Fucked Up segment. I think both of them are pretty self-explanatory. So we will have that on the other side and a whole lot of other stuff, as we always do. So keep it locked right here on the C-Rod Podcast. Back after this. Hey guys, Christian here, and you still haven't gotten that home improvement job done yet? For that, I got two questions for you. One, what are you waiting for? And two, what's the biggest investment that regular people like you and me are going to make in their lifetime? Of course, it's going to be their home, right? It's a 30-year commitment. 
you're going to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars and you always want to protect that investment but you also want to enhance that investment and make it look as good as you possibly can in and out and that is where my friend chris jackson comes in i've been telling you about this guy for two years he's the leader of his industry nobody is better in the philadelphia area you can trust me when i tell you that and essentially he's a one-stop shop because there's nothing chris can't do he'll do general and custom carpentry custom design custom built-in cabinetry high-end custom built tables and chairs elegant staircases high-end home bars refinishing basements there's nothing this guy can't do and he does it better than everybody else and he said something to me one time that made so much sense when you speak to quality he said if you want to get your kitchen redone for seven thousand dollars i'm not the guy you want to call and that really stood out to me when it comes to quality in his field because he knows the game he knows if somebody's going out there looking for the cheapest price possible, you're going to get some shady contractor who's going to use poor materials, he's going to have shoddy labor, and then you're going to call him back in two years when everything falls apart and get the same thing done again. Then two years later, get the same thing done again. Two years later, get the same thing done again. When you could have just called Chris the first time and got it done right the first time. When you call Chris Jackson, he is going to use the top quality materials with precision labor, and he's going to get it done right the first time. It's going to be built to last. It's going to be built with class. I told you before, this guy was never around in the summertime on the weekends because he was outside hustling, perfecting his craft. And now 20 years later, he's at the top of his industry and he's at the top of his industry for a reason. Like I told you before, go to his website, cjacksoncontractors.com. His Facebook and Instagram page are linked to that website and you can see all the work that he posts every day and every single day, this kid blows my mind. So what are you gonna do when you need your next project done? You're gonna call my buddy, Chris. Jackson Jackson, C. Jackson Contractors, the Cadillac of Contractors, cjacksoncontractors.com. Call Chris today. Tell him I sent you. All right, welcome back to the C-Rod Podcast. The Cars. What an awesome band the Cars are. And I, you know, I was actually scratching my head, and I very well, this could could be. I don't think it is. Could be the first rerun here on the C-Rod Podcast. I don't think it is, though. I think I was, like, planning on playing it one week, and I ended up going another way, and I never revisited. But what a great song. Listen to this right here. Ready? Right here. There's this, there's this English comic. His name's Peter Kay, and he did he does this one legendary bit where he takes songs and plays them through the microphone and says like, I thought that it was saying this and it was saying something else, <laughs> and in that little part he thought he was saying pork pie, <laughs> pork pie. But like, there were so many fun. Look up Peter Kay, Peter Kay, K A Y. And just music or whatever. It will pop up, trust me. It's one of the funniest things you'll ever see. <laughs> the, the words that he came up with. Oh, my goodness. Maybe I'll play it. I don't know. We'll see. It's No, it's, it's much funnier when you watch it. Anyway, before I get started, I wanted to tell you about this little gem that I got from Amazon the other day. And it's ideal for the alcoholic. <laughs> Here's the thing, okay? 
I drink scotch, and I I can't I you know as 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 hip and as quippy and cool as it is to have a scotch neat. I I don't like it neat. Right? Uh, maybe if I'm doing a shot, but you don't do shots of scotch, generally speaking. So I drink my scotch on the rocks. All right. I'm like I'm like Dean Martin that way. Well, Frank Sinatra, you know. So <laughs> after I'm inebriated. I will typically forget to make ice at the end of the night. And then it just never crosses my mind the next day. And then next thing you know, uh, it's, you know, it's almost nine o'clock. I go in the freezer. I got no fucking ice. Oh, fuck. (laughs) You don't know how many times I've done that in my life. I took about 75 bucks. I invested in a little ice maker. This thing is freaking great. Just plug it in. You plug it in, right? There's this little fill line. And I'm, I don't know where I don't know how they do this, but it's the most efficient ice machine I've ever seen, because the fill line there's a max fill line. Okay, now this thing will make you ice in fucking minutes, man. Like this is great for the drunkard, because if you need ice, you don't have to go to the store to buy a bag of it, and at the same time, you're getting ice in like ten minutes. It's fucking crazy. The future is now apparently. So to get the water to the max fill line, I put two wine glasses in there, two full wine glasses of water, which is not a tremendous lot. And this thing was like the, the little engine that could. I, all right, so basically what it is, it's a little tabletop thing. It's a little, little nothing, right? And you open up the top of it, and there's like this little basket where like the you know the machine will shovel the ice that it makes and puts it in that little basket, right? And I will say this, they have a small and a large setting for the ice cube, and, and, and the large, it's no bigger than a grape. But it gets the job done, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'll tell you, I think I must have got four or five, maybe even six baskets of ice out of two wine glasses. Like, it's insane. You get an ice cube tray and you put it in the freezer, it takes about three hours to make ice. Ice in ten minutes? Are you kidding me right now? I always had this other weird thing in my freezer, too. Like, I would put, like, two ice cube trays in there, right? And you put it in, and every single time, I don't know what it was, but on the ends of both of the ice cube trays, like the the two that are on the end, the two cubes that are on both ends of both ice cube trays, it evaporates. I I got no fucking reason why. Does this happen to you? Like, was just you filled it up. But there's just no ice in the guy. I don't know. It's just one of the mysteries of life, I guess. And I'll just never know the answer to the question. It's like, you know, if a tree falls in a forest, nobody's around. You know what I'm saying? I do have to take a minute, though, and talk about the NFL draft. And you guys, I've, I've talked about the Super Bowl and how ridiculous it is, and they got to do away with the halftime show and all the celebrities and all the bullshit and all the hoopla. It needs to stop. You know, but they have they have turned the NFL draft into like a a, a shit show. Like the whole thing is just a, like I, I was on the, on the phone with my buddy Jay the other day, and we were just I was basically saying like this whole world is just a reality show at this point. You know, everything is just for for glitz and glamour, and it's just it's crazy. But now they got this thing. Yeah, you know, they, they they're like wrestlers. They got like an entrance. They got to walk through this whole tunnel, and then they just meet some random guy beneath an underpass. Then there happens to be a mirror there with a vanity, and he hands him the hat of his new team, and he's got to put the hat on, and he's fucking looking in the mirror. Oh, do I look good? Is it straight? Oh, what the fuck? 
I remember when they had the NFL draft like during the day. It, it, was, it wasn't the big spectacle that it is now. And here's the thing that really drives me nuts. <laughs> Everybody's going to be a great player, like according to you know Mel Kuyper and all these other fucking people. As soon as somebody makes a pick, they're not like, oh, God, that was such a shit pick. What the fuck were they thinking? They never do that. Oh, this guy's such a great kid. You know, he's, 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 he, you know, he comes from a small family, didn't have a lot of money. You know, he used to eat beans out of a can for dinner. He's just a great kid. He's really going to work out. He's got to work out. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and 17 of them turn out to be busts. But here's the thing that drives me the most nuts. Okay, you get like the top. You know, I, I typically will watch until the Eagles pick. <laughs> I really don't give a flying fuck. You know, what? <laughs> I don't care what the Baltimore Ravens are doing at 22. I, I don't give a shit. Just tell me who the Eagles got. And by the way, they did a fucking... Howie Roseman, I, he's starting to earn my respect. I used to hate that fucking guy. But I'll tell you what, man. I, if you guys go back to when I was talking about the Super Bowl and, like, the Eagles aren't going to be good next year, like, as good next year because they're going to lose half the team, he pretty much... I mean, he lets Jav- uh, Javon Hargrave walk who was a huge contributor like on the defensive line last year and, and that draft pick, Jalen Carter, he just got. He just replaced you know Hargrave for $11 million cheaper. Got a great running back, uh, uh, I'm sorry, linebacker in the first round. Hey, traded for fucking DeAndre Swift yesterday. DeAndre Swift! I, I, he, he did such a good job, I think they're going to make a little noise next year. Anyway, I got off topic. I, I, I get so mad at like, all right, so the Eagles traded up to nine to get to get this this kid, right? So I had to watch eight picks first. And every single one of them is the same. They get they get picked, they go through their little tunnel, they, they have their little WWE entrance. And then what's with Roger Goodell, man? Just when you think his cringe meter can't go any higher. You ever see the way he hugs these kids? A little, a little weird, all right? I, I, I'm going to be honest. Just sitting there, like giving an eight-minute hug and just and, and whispering little nothings into his ear for fourteen seconds. What is that? It's weird. Roger Goodell is just a weird dude. I guarantee you, he's been to Epstein Island. By the way, I can't fucking tell it. But here's the thing: every one of those kids, okay, they 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 jump up all surprised when they get picked and they and they, they always have an entourage of 63 people they got to hug every single one of them it takes an hour and a half for every pick and then after he does that then he's got to dial up his inner academy award winning actor and 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 try and you know come up with some tears as if he didn't know like like if you're getting picked in the first round of the NFL draft you, you pretty much know unless your name is Will Levis but either either way you know you're going to get picked it's why you're there you think a guy's getting picked in the sixth round shows up the first night? He, he, he goes, I ain't getting anywhere near here. I'm not even going to sniff the first round. The fuck am I going to be doing there? So then, they, then, then they, you got to go talk to Susie Colber. Well, what does this mean to you? You got, you got picked 14th in the draft. What does that mean to you? I just want to thank God. I want to thank God and my mom. You know, they was always there for me. I just want to go out and compete. I just want to go out and compete and just do my do my thing. And I, 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 you know, I put my faith in God, and He gives me everything. God, 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 every fucking every person says the same goddamn thing, outside of a few little, you know, little idiosyncrasies that might be a little bit different. You know, like man, I came from nothing. My mom was a crackhead, and my dad, man, my dad, he was a crackhead, and. <laughs> 
I mean, I was a crackhead. Shit, I'm a crackhead right now. I'm so happy to goddamn be here. I'm going to go out there and compete. Going to smoke me some rock right before I go out that motherfucker. I'm going to tear some motherfuckers up. Thank God. Kind of reminds me of just like, I mean, not not so much them, but it's the, the same thing with the celebrities. You know, you ever see these people? This this is what really drives me nuts about about celebrities and people and athletes and shit like that. Like you're already established in in your spot, and they 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 try to give you you can do anything speech. You ever see these fucking people? I came from nothing, and I just but I fought every day. I fought every now you you, you sucked fucking Harvey Weinstein's dick, and you got a break is what you did. They're gay. <laughs> I just hate it though. I hate. It. I was like sitting there watching. It was like the first eight guys said the same exact fucking thing. Jesus Christ! This one, thank God. <laughs> All right. And now that I'm thinking about like the Super Bowl and shit like that, this is, might be an unpopular opinion. Okay. You know who needs to go the fuck away for good? He, he, he's on my list. Okay, he wasn't always on my list. I liked him for about five years or so, but then his shit got fucking old, and it's just it won't go away at this point. Snoop, it's time to pack it up, guy. It's just just take your shit up the street, please, please. He just, he just seems to be everywhere now. It's it's like okay, all right, Snoop, we get it. Okay, we get it. You smoke weed all day and all night. It, it's fit. What a shtick you've had for the last 30 fucking years. You know when the end was for him? You know when the end was for Snoop Dogg? Just basically the end of, of any person that's in his genre, in his vertical, okay? Once middle-aged white people <laughs> start spouting your catchphrases, it's about time to be, you know, let's go behind the curtain on this one, okay? Like when when, when 48-year-old men started saying fashizzle by nizzle, it was done. It was done. You're cooked. That is the sign of, you know, you've been discovered by the eld because you are eld. But come on, man. <laughs> come on. All right, good. Yeah, bow, wow, wow, yippee, yo, yippee, yay. Snoop Dogg's in the house. All right, for shizzle my nizzle. I smoke weed all day and night. Drink a Corona. Good night. Thank you, Snoop. Thanks for, thanks for playing. I just forget what the last thing. I saw him doing. He was disappeared somewhere. Uh, this fucking guy, you know, <laughs> it's just like, and oh man, he, he he does these commentating for boxing and shit like that. It's like, come on, bro. Now again, I I I can't say anything. I've never been in a spotlight such that Snoop has been in, or Madonna has been in, or Neil Young has been in to the point where I just can't get enough of it. Like I I can't let it go. But I think I would let my bank account do the talking at that point. I don't know. It's it's just crazy. But anyway, one, <laughs> I thought about this the other day as I drove by one, and really, this this goes back about thirty years, and I haven't been to one in like a decade. But you know who really confuses me? I, like when you talk about like advertising and and fast food restaurants and things like that i know we know they're tripping over each other you know mcdonald's burger king taco bell chick-fil-a you know sonic and then the ones in the south like you know jack in the box and all that nonsense you know who i don't understand i don't, I don't get arby's <laughs> i don't understand when was the last time that you drove past an arby's and there was a car a, a car 
in the parking lot. I'll wait. I, I, every single time. Now, now I will say this around here. There's some fucking Arby's around here. It's like four of them. For a lot of years, a lot of years. I thought that one that was on street road. <laughs> all right. The one that's like, it's kind of by street in Bustleton, the old Bucks County mall. I actually thought that was the only Arby's in the country. Like I, I thought it was just like, I didn't even know it was a fast food chain. This is going back like 30 years. And I never seen another one until I saw one when I was like 15 years old at, at in Franklin Mills. Those are the, I'm like, oh my God, there's another. Arby's has a second location? Apparently they had hundreds. <laughs> I was the last of the party on that one. And I will tell you this, man. I would say up until I was about, I don't know, I don't know, maybe 30. I used to fucking love Arby's, man. I would tear a fucking big Montana up, even though that's probably not even on the menu anymore. It was basically like a three-pound roast beef sandwich. <laughs> it was fucking delicious, right? Here's here's when I was out on, on Arby's. I, have, I haven't been to one in, in over a decade. So it turns out the roast beef is not roast beef. And this is the shit that you see in, in fast food places, the shit that they actually serve you at fast food places. You It would, it would make your head spin. All right? Like... So Arby's roast beef comes in a bag. All right? You know how I feel about food in a bag. You just, you know, heat it up in water, but here's what happens. Arby's roast beef comes in a in a bag, okay, in a plastic bag. And it's like liquid gel. And what they do is they heat up that liquid gel goo shit and it hardens into like this roast beef looking substance. And then they just slice that down, and that's Arby's famous roast beef. Arby's, we have the meats. Apparently, you don't have the meats. You should just say, like, we have the paste. <laughs> what? And that's the other thing. How much money do you think they're spending on that campaign? With, with They hired Marcellus Wallace to be the voiceover guy? What's up with that? So with all this advertising and all the bullshit, I never, and I'm talking about around here. I'm not talking about, the one on the street road actually stays pretty busy. But up up here, there's one in Autobahn, there's one in Norristown, there's one in East Nart, and like they're everywhere. And every single time I pass by, it's like, it's it's bad. Like there's, no, not only are there no cars, but the, the, you know, the windows are boarded up. And there's tumbleweeds going by. It's fucked up. It's a fucked up scene over there. So I got to know. Like, who, who of you out there are keeping Arby's in business? <laughs> in fact, if you guys remember about it, it was, yeah, it was about a year ago. I was talking about, it was like spring. It was this time of the year, pretty much. And I was talking about taking a walk around my neighborhood. And I'm like, this is what you see in Norristown. It's just like Grand Theft Auto. Like, people just walk by and, and, and shout out the most random fucking weird thing. And in, in that clip when I played it, one guy walked by and was like, I'm the motherfucker keeping Arby's in business. <laughs> Oh, man, it's so funny. But no, who who is keeping Arby's in business? I got to know. I have to know because nobody's going there. And they're paying Marcellus Wallace. I mean, I know he don't come cheap. What's going on over there at Arby's? I think everybody knows about your, your little gelatin uh, scandal you got going on there. Arby's liquid gels. <laughs> Fucking weirdos.
it was either last week or the week before when I was talking about, I was asking, I was like, you know, you people that work in an office, you know, does this happen to you or does any of this bullshit happen to you? And I did get a few messages about it. And, and you know, it's pretty much the same in any place that you work. They, they pretty much said, like, I don't know if it's quite as bad as what you've got going on. But, you know, we do have some super bullshit going on. And it got to a point where my whole my whole narrative was basically, uh, you know, proven right. Because as I go through Instagram reels, there's actually, like, pages, whole pages dedicated to this kind of shit. Like, dumb shit at work. You know what I'm saying? I'll play one reel and give you, you know, a, a I'll, I'll tee it up for you just so you kind of know what I'm talking about. Today's just one of those days that I wish we lived in and what the fuck is wrong with you, society? Like, it was socially acceptable to, like, in a work environment, say what the fuck is wrong with you at least three times a year. Like, everybody understood that if you threw that out, it really meant business. Because I swear, a lot of people overcomplicate things for no reason. They try to find solutions that end up making you have to work harder. And I'm all about working smarter. I'm also not here to overly, like, abuse that statement. But I feel like I should be able to be in a meeting at least three times a year and be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I hear what you're saying i have a question what the fuck is wrong with you and everybody else is like damn she hasn't pulled out of what the fuck is wrong with you not all year so this might be that serious now she's absolutely right like we have you know all of our procedures and all of our things in place you know to make sure things go the right way and then they always want to go in and change shit like oh we're gonna start a new process now here's what we're gonna do and instead of doing this we're gonna do that and and, and 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 that takes you 11 minutes longer than the old way took. Why? If it ain't broke, you understand? If it ain't broke. But again, all the money we waste to have people just sit there and see, like, how can we just fuck shit up? How can we fuck shit up and how can we make them miserable? That's basically, that's basically what the fuck it is. So it's like, you know, my job will require the mental health day every now and again. It's, it's like sometimes I just wake up and I'm like, nope. <laughs> you can all fuck off today. It ain't. This ain't happening. And the funny thing is, it's it's always a debate. I have a debate, like in an argument with myself. Because here's what happens, okay? Some people, and God bless you if you do. I'm just not this way. They'll actually plan their mental health day like the day before. They're basically like that night. They're like, I, I'm not going to work tomorrow. Which I should actually adopt that mentality because you know then I would you know, do things that I would normally do on the weekend. You know, I wouldn't go to bed at my normal time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But anyway, my decision comes when I wake up. Because when I wake up, that first second that I'm up, my, my brain tells me exactly what kind of day this is going to be. And more often than not, I'm right. So when I wake up, I'm like, yeah, not today. As soon as I wake up, I'm like, nope. And then, like, the angel comes on the one shoulder, and there's a devil on the other shoulder. And the angel's like, well, you know, you could save the, you know, you could save the hours and, and just use it for, you know, something when you want to go do something. You know, like you could save the hours. And then also, you know, you do you do know that, you know, if you do miss a day in this role, you know, you're gonna you're gonna need a pretty big fucking shovel to get out of it tomorrow. You're gonna be miserable tomorrow. And the devil's like, Yeah, fuck you, guy. We're going back to sleep. All right, let's let's fucking do this shit. Fuck today. We ain't today today, and that's that. And the devil wins that argument every fucking time. I swear to God. <laughs> I can't talk myself out. Of, of not taking a mental health day, I'm just sorry. <laughs> it, it is what it is. But with that being said. It's time! 
told her to get off my lawn side for the week, so here it is. What the hell is this? Get up. Get off my lawn. I gotta throw you off with a little Bruce Buffer. <laughs> Man, I, I talked about him on this show. What, a, what an asshole that guy is. <laughs> I swear to God. And I know... I actually did get heat when I talked shit about him. He's just so fucking full of himself. I hate that fucking guy. And his voice is just annoying. I'm sorry. He's just he's he's a wish version of his brother. <laughs> but this week's get off my lawn segment is actually going to be a follow up from the very first get off my lawn segment on this show. Now that I think it was episode two or three when I debuted the Get Off My Lawn segment. And I think you guys remember what it is because I played it in the best of season one and I've talked about it a bunch of times. And it's the overuse and the and the misuse of the words literally and amazing. And the reason why this does qualify for a Get Off My Lawn segment is because it's primarily used by Gen Zers. Like, like way overused and way misused. Like it just, it, none of it makes any sense. <laughs> All right? I mean... Like they're they're so dumbed down that they can't even enhance their vocabulary. Read a dictionary, all right? <laughs> like you can't use literally as a filler word for everything. You just can't. You know? Everything is literally I literally just stubbed my toe. I literally just pissed myself. I literally just got out of the shower. That, that, that's that's not legitimate. All right? Now going to give you the definition of literally in a literal manner or sense exactly the driver took it literally when asked to go straight across the traffic circle all right like <laughs> so they, they just use it for every every goddamn thing okay and the other one is amazing. They and now this one you can't really say it's misused because I can't differentiate what is amazing to one versus what is amazing to another. But the, like the Gen Zers, even the late millennials, the later millennials and the Gen Zers, everything, every single thing, you know, this mocha latte is amazing. Oh, the mac and cheese over there, oh, it's amazing. Is it really? Are you amazed? By fucking macaroni and cheese? Is that is that what you got going on? You got nothing else going on with your life? And you know I <laughs> even the first time I did this this get off my lunch segment, like this particular one when I was like everything was and You know who I modeled that voice and you know who I you know that even back then, I actually created that get off my lunch segment for that kid and it was pimple plus. He, everything was amazing to him. That that's you. You probably might have even pictured that's how he talked. <laughs> fucking dipshit. Oh god, I don't miss that fucking piece of shit. But anyway, so I was basically saying that they're like the most overused and misused words, and they all just say them just for the fuck of it. And it's like, no, it's, that's not what it is. So I don't know what it was, but there was somebody was saying something like on a reel or something on Facebook. And I, and they 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 use the word literally in the most dicked up way that you can possibly use it. And I'm like, what the fuck? So it, it prompted me to say, like, what would make this person use this word in this situation? Like, let me just see the the literal the literal definition of literally. 
It's the definition. It's on paper. It's literal. I looked it up. Turns out, let me see. They actually have an informal definite definition of literally now. Okay. Now they basically catered. This is the thing. Everybody is catering to these to, to, to these the, today's generation. Well, we'll cater. We'll coddle them. They now have an informal definition in the, in the dictionary for it, and it is used for emphasis or to express strong feeling while not being literally true. Example: I was literally blown away by the response I got. Barf. Yeah, just when they're too stupid to actually expand their vocabulary and read a goddamn dictionary, just just cater to them. Just change the meaning of the goddamn word. The fuck. Speaking of catering to people, it's time for that's fucked up. On today's episode of how fucked up is fucked up. That's fucked up. Now, you had to think that this was gonna, you know. This was going to leak over in, into a couple episodes because it's, there's just more developing shit on it. But, it, I, you know, it's going to make me go after these people as a whole, which I always do. It's nothing, nothing new on this show. All right. But I'm here to tell you that you do not have to stand up and you do not have to surrender to the woke mob because it's only going to make you it's only going to fuck with you more than it's going to fuck with them. And if you stand up to them, they will fold like a fucking lawn chair. You could take that to the bank. And I got an example. All right. Now, each week since this disaster, this fucking idiot Dylan Mulvaney, okay, paired with Bud Light, every single week their sales have dropped even more and more and more. They were up to, they they are down 37% in sales in the last week. Anheuser-Busch is in deep fucking trouble, as I predicted. I just didn't think it was going to happen this fast, but they are they are in deep shit. I hear a lot of people out there saying, oh, it's Anheuser-Busch. It's, it's too big to fail. No, no, and the fuck it isn't. It's not too big to fail. It's failing right now. I, I you know, it's, it's like they, they, it's going to get to a point where they might have to be bought out by somebody because like they, they can't sustain this. All right. And it, <laughs> They they put that first of all. Why would you hire a, a VP of marketing that's that's already woke? If you saw this girl, like I told you, she's sitting in her bedroom like doing a reel on why they had to, why they had to you know tap Dylan Mulvaney on the shoulder while she's got pride rainbows hanging on her fucking wall. Like you didn't know when you hired her, like this is what you were going to get. Now she's since been put on leave, like and she ain't coming back. You know, like the Anheuser Busch said, like yeah, you're you're out of here. We're going to put you on leave though. Because if we say you're fired, then that, that might backfire on us. So you're, you're, you're considered on leave right now, but, you know, don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. And now and now they're backing out. Like, they're, they're basically backpedaling, and they're, and they're just trying to throw this whole big, you know, PR shit against the wall and see what sticks. So the very first week that that was announced, you, you saw him, you saw him in the shim in the fucking bathtub. In, in a bubble bath and, and, you know, and drinking Bud Lights and all that kind of shit. By the way, and this is your reminder to look up Dylan Mulvaney on YouTube when he was on The Price is Right two years ago and tell me that that's normal human behavior. Tell me that's normal woman behavior because it's not. It's just not. He's, he's a theater freak show who just starves for attention. That's all he is. 
So anyway, he's putting out all these these crazy videos with Bud Light all over the place and all this shit. Well, it, that abruptly stopped after the first week because the CEO of Budweiser went to Dylan Mulvaney and said, listen, you need to dis- disappear for a while because we need to figure this out. Like, Bud Light is bigger than you, Dylan. Sorry. And have you seen Dylan Mulvaney in the last three weeks? I haven't. Which is case in point. See, if one person stands up to them, then they're, you're a bigot, you're a racist, you're, you're, you're a fascist, you're, you're a transphobe, you're a homophobe, you're this or that. And the person will actually be like, you know, bullied into not saying anything anymore because they're like, well, we'll ruin your reputation. But if you stand up to them in the masses, they fold like a fucking lawn chair. And this is, this is case in point right here. Everybody is pissed off about this. Everybody is pissed off about this. And all of a sudden, Dylan Mulvaney disappears. Hmm. Think we just cracked the code on how to shut them the fuck up? And here's the thing. I'm not look, like, I'm not going to say this a million times. You know where I stand on this. I don't care if you're gay. Just don't push it in my face. I, I Listen, I don't walk out around you know, and, and tap little four-year-old boys on the shoulder and tell them, like, oh, I'm going to shove my straightness down your throat like you do to four-year-olds. And you get a 38-year-old man dressed as a fucking woman in drag and, and, and shakes their balls in a toddler's face and then lets the toddler put a goddamn dollar in her thong. That's fucking wrong, okay? You, 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 like, they're, they're trying to make it like this, this big progressive positive thing and make it the new normal. This is not normal, okay? Having, having a dick and, and, and playing make pretend 24-7 that you're a woman is not normal. And it's not, it's not normal mental health behavior. It's just not. And I am seeing, I said this in the, in the past couple, you know, that's fucked up segments about this, this dude. Women are, I see women are pissed off because it's like everything they fought for is being mocked now. You want to play make pretend? I played make pretend once. Okay. I, my sister, <laughs> when I was in seventh grade on Halloween, my sister dressed me as a hooker. I was fucking hot too. She did my makeup, the little fishnets on. I was a hot little number. <laughs> But at the end of the day, I woke up the next day and I was a boy because I was playing make pretend. If you're doing it for like a party or an event or a function or a holiday Halloween, fine. But you can't play make pretend 24, 7, 12, 52, 365. I'm sorry. I, like if, and that's the thing. They want us to go along with their bullshit. And I'm like, no, this is, this is mental illness and I'm not going along with that. Whatever you do, just do it behind closed doors. Do it like everybody else does. You don't have to fucking sit here and parade around like an idiot. All right, now here's where it's getting fucked up. I saw a commercial the other day. I, I don't even know what, what it was for. I don't even know what channel it was on. But it, they, they, the commercial opened up and they said, for the first time in history, what? Like, just because history has the word his in it, you you automatically assume that it's male. This, this is this is what people are concerned with in 2023. Meanwhile, in China. <laughs> you know? like they, they, they didn't call the thing history because it had to do with the male. It's just a fucking word. It's a prefix. You didn't fixate it on prefixes and suffixes. I, I Listen, I... I'm not going to call a first baseman a first base person. Because they're fucking first baseman. You're crazy people. To the point now you're trying you're trying you're trying to change the English language to cater to you. 
They're changing science. They're changing history. Everything to cater to them, and they want us to go along with it. And you got to say no. This is not going to be a normal thing in society. Just because you're mentally ill, we're not going to go along with it. And the fact that you're trying to change the English language, the fact that you're trying to change everything, indoctrinate kids to be as mentally fucked up as you, and you just think we're going to sit by idly and go along with it, that's fucked up, Shim. Okay? Now, I want to I wanna play you maybe two. I'll play definitely one, but two little clips here that I recorded. One, I was on a consultation, and the other, I was just sitting at my desk working. But this is these these are the pleasantries that I am greeted with in the middle of a workday, just the middle of a random Tuesday afternoon. This is this is what I get greeted with. No job. My window was not open. <clears throat> okay. I was sitting at my desk and that that was what I heard. And I, you know, I of course I know to, you know, whip out the, the voice recorder because you can hear him coming from three blocks away. But like it's Tuesday at one fifty three and the guy I I got to go to the Oak and the Hamilton so I could do some donuts, you know? I'm going to do donuts and then I'm going to drive away real fast because I do not have a job. I'm going to be cranking out the fajitas out of my garage later on in my taqueria, in my garage. This happens all day long. It, it, it really does. And it's just like, I mean, let me, let me see if I can find the one when I was on a consultation. Hold on. <laughs> I got it. All right. Here, <laughs> here it is. Yeah, 6620 Ronaldo Way South, St. Petersburg, Florida. Uh, call Vin Diesel. Tell him I got a prospect for Fast and the Furious 163. Vin gets a vasectomy. Now, the, I was I was verifying a billing address while that was happening, and the and the lady was like, "Did you even hear what I said? What that whatever that was." Again, no job. I know what they do. <clears throat> they don't They don't have a job. Here's what they do. They're, these are these people. You see these people lately? Going around stealing catalytic converters off of cars and selling them? Like, if you're willing to put that kind of work in, get a job. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Get a job. I don't understand these people who just don't work. They just thought, I'd be, oh, I'm going I'm to put on my shoes, I'm going to get dressed, and I'm going to go do donuts at, at a random intersection, which is the, the most popular intersection, apparently, in this whole shithole. But it happens, like, 15 times a day. And it's, it, it, like, when I'm on the phone, like, it's unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. And it's like, why? what, what benefit do you get? I, like, really, I want to know what benefit you get. To having a car that sounds as, as obnoxious as that. Forget listening to the radio. Forget talking like on the phone. Forget forget any of that. Forget having a conversation with the person in the seat next to you. I, I just don't understand it. And, and 
you know, like I said, I, Norristown's got North Philly beat. I don't, I don't care what anybody says. But, but how would you like that? You're sitting there like just working, minding your own business, and, and that shit happens 27 times a day. More often than not when you're on the phone. Because I'm on the phone half the day. But that's 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 what I get. I was going to play Mr. Softy when he parked in front of my house for 47 minutes, but we all know the Mr. Softy song. No need to play that for you. But remember when I was telling you guys about how like <laughs> there's like there's certain guys, man, that absolutely have no they have no shame like whatsoever. It's like it. Listen, man, guys are going to hit girls up on social media. I I, I understand that every woman out there right now, okay, you, your your inbox is flooded with dick pics and, and dms and and all kinds of shit from from a bunch of freaking hooligans <laughs> I, I get it but don't do it in the comments man i mean dude it's that is the most embarrassing thing like i would be so embarrassed brain identity has brought me to you what oh what i meant to say was Wait a minute. Don't I know you from somewhere? Yes. Yes. I'm George. George McFly. I'm your density. If I was in a, in, in a comment, like when there's 63 comments, I'm like, ooh, baby, you look so hot. Let's go out. <laughs> you know, or ooh, baby, I'd tear that up. Like, it, it, it's not a good look. Right? <laughs> it's, it's just not. It's not a good look. And I saw the comments. I had to go in. I had to go in. I'm like, I got to see what the hell these people are saying. You know, like, what redneck's going to come by this goddamn thing? Also in the caption, she's like, oh, yeah, but you got to pick it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's normally something that, like, you'd have to pay me to take. <laughs> I'm going to use my gas and come over here and get this crusty-ass fucking wheel just so you can get meth. <laughs> So I, I go, I go into the comments. Oh man, I go into the comments, right? And then, and then she, the first comment of the whole thing was her commenting on her own post, and she put up a gift that said like sale, like it's a big sale, like holy, like it's a sale. Fuck, it's that belongs in Sanford and Son Salvage is where that fucking thing belongs. Somebody's gonna come pick it up for ten dollars. What are you gonna do? Flip it? You know, I'll, I'll fix it up and sell it for twelve bucks. <laughs> what the fuck, right? So. I go into the comments and, and right underneath the, the four like the, the big sale gift that she put in, some guy goes, "Hi." That was the, that was the whole thing of, of, the, of the comment. And then she comes back. She's like, "Yeah, you want to come by the wheel?" <laughs> like I'm starting to get sick. <laughs> Hurry the fuck up and come by this thing. And he goes, "No, no, I just you know I, I I'm always I always comment on your posts. I've been I've been trying to talk to you for months." And here's the here. That's bad enough. But here's here's the thing, okay? Like, women look for a certain thing that you possess. Like, if they don't know you from a can of paint and you're trying to, like, you know, and you're, you're trying to shoot your shot, they're looking for, like, confidence. You know, they're, they're, they're looking for certain characteristics. If you go in there and go, like, hey, I've been trying to talk to you for, for months. Oh, you know, I'm desperate. I, I haven't been laid since... Since the Obama administration, and uh, I really like your picture. What what of that message is going to make the girl go? Oh man, I gotta get this guy. All right, so he says hi. He says I've been trying to talk to you for months, and blah 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 blah. 
And then he comments again, and he goes, "If if buying the wheel is what it's going to take for me, to, you know, for you to talk to me, uh, I'll come buy it, bro. <laughs> just stop, just stop." And and it's just a PSA for every guy out there. Okay, if you like, listen, if you want to use social media and, and and turn it into a dating app, it's not my thing, but I did it once. Okay, <laughs> but I, I, I anyway. If you want to use it as a dating app, do it in their DMs. Do not do it in a comment section where everybody can see your ridiculousness, okay? It's just public service announcement for you, you know? And that's all I got for you guys this week. Now, I will say, sorry about, you know, not doing a Bud Light commercial. They're not going to happen every week. I just got news for you. It's it's uh, It's not happening. People did like the Air Jerusalem sandal wearer, so that that was that was a hit too. I don't want to put them out just to put them out. I want to make sure they're funny. You know, I I don't want to just have it so it's like you get a new one every week, but it'll be a surprise every week. You know, of which one's going to play. So I am going to you know continue to make them. I just didn't do it this week, and it's not going to be every week. All right, I've got shit going on in my life. <laughs> well, this is how we wrap up everything to these these sixty two new people that are here maybe didn't make it to the end of the episode if you did then you're one of my people <laughs> if the other ones were too weak and they and they, they bowed out after a certain thing and all right i'm sorry sorry about that <laughs> the retarded barbie was a little harsh <laughs> but hey i didn't do it that's on mattel ask them why they came out with fucking retarby <laughs> i don't know what to fucking tell you all right all right, now here's where I'm going to hang myself. And, and listen, I'm, I'm talking to, the, to, to my regular people, too. Of course I'm talking to you. I'm just trying to, This is a large group. Of, well, larger than I'm used to in a given week. You know, so I kind of want to hold their hand and kind of walk them through things. All right, but if you need to get a hold of me, it's Christian at the com. You can get me on Facebook Messenger or you can text or call me if you have my number. I don't even know where these people are coming from. Maybe these people know me. Maybe they don't. I don't know. People don't seem to identify themselves as listeners on the show. <laughs> <laughs> there's only about like i don't know i want to say there's probably about 40 or 50 of you that I, I regularly interact with and then there's some people who just like randomly send me shit but there's there's probably a there's over a, there's over 100 of you that haven't that haven't said anything yeah. like no, not even like, hey you know I'm, I'm a listener like just okay cool yeah, i'm not gonna bite your head off all right. All right. <laughs> But as always, the C-Rod Podcast is written, mixed, mastered, and produced by yours truly. And I look forward. It's been really fun, man. I don't know what the, what, what kind of gear changed. I guess since maybe like the 90th episode. But man, I, I always have fun doing this. But I've been really, I don't know, for some reason I've been really like chomping at the bit to get these things started. You know, and it's pretty much being to the point where like an hour and 10 minutes, hour and 15 minutes is normal. Which isn't too bad for you guys, you know? You're getting that? Not just an hour anymore. I'm not promising anything, but it's, you know, it's an hour minimum. You're never going to get anything under an hour. So until next week, this is Christian Rodriguez saying, be awake, not woke. And this is for the newbies. Beat your fucking kids. Take care. Hey! <laughs>